Welcome to Prayer Huddle, a community that seeks to host God, influence lives, and revive hearts. The message you're about to listen to is a word in season to make your spirit soar like that of the eagle. Thank you for listening and stay blessed. Lord began to open my eyes to a dimension of the anointing called the oil of gladness. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit began to expound to me the operation of the anointing uh, called the oil of gladness. How many of you know that there's a deposit of God's anointing on your life at the new birth? When you met the Lord, gave your life to Jesus, the Bible says we receive the Holy Spirit, we receive the Spirit of God through the Word of God that comes to us. And when we get baptized in the Spirit of God, there's even a, a fuller deposit of the Holy Spirit. There's a fuller dimension of the Holy Spirit. Okay, when we got saved, it is the Spirit of God put in our heart, bearing witness in our heart that we are children of God, crying, Abba, Father. But when we get baptized, we are immersed in the Spirit of God. And this Spirit of God, this anointing of the Holy Spirit has a dimension of operation called the oil of gladness. And that is the dimension we want to release through covenant proclamations into the month of July. I want to speak prophetically to someone that is about to be a change in the atmosphere of your home. There's about to be a change in the atmosphere of your spiritual life. Why? Because the oil is about to be poured forth. There is something about the Holy Spirit called the oil of gladness, where the, 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 the recipient and the person who, who lives in this dimension or lives at this dimension cannot help but enjoy the fullness of God in so much joy and gladness. Hallelujah. Now let's read Psalms chapter 45. Are you still there with me? If you're still there, I want you to go on the reaction uh, button and chat, I receive it. I want you to put it there. Just, just put, put it there, I receive it. I receive the oil of gladness into my life. Amen. Amen. In Psalms chapter 45, verse 7, I want to run through the scriptures and, get, and lay a framework, a spiritual framework of understanding for of what we want to carry out tonight. Now, in Psalms chapter 45, it says in verse 7, thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness. Now, I'm going to read that in Amplified as well. It said, therefore, God, your God, has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above your fellows. In, in the Amplified, it said, you love righteousness. You love righteousness, okay? And uprightness and right standing with God because you love it because that's your passion, because that's what your, that's your quest. That's what your everyday, um, and, uh, your everyday quest. Amen. He said, because you love right standing with God and he hates wickedness. Therefore, God, your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. Now this is talking about Jesus Christ. 
that Jesus Christ loved righteousness. He loved that which pleased the Father. He loved right standing with God. Amen. And we saw that even in Gethsemane when he said, not my will, but your will be done. And because of that, the Jesus, Jesus carried the anointing of the Holy Spirit. He carried the Holy Ghost and, and God anointed him with the peak of what any man can experience in the anointing of the Holy Ghost called the oil of gladness. I want to prophesy to someone that you will experience and you will tap into this oil of gladness in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You know, not, not, not every believer, amen, all of us children of God, not every believer, amen, has experienced the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Needless to talk about this dimension called the oil of gladness. In, in Luke chapter 2, verse 40, we see that you can actually grow. You can wax strong in the spirit. This same Jesus that God anointed with oil of gladness, the Bible said the child, Jesus, he grew and he waxed strong in the spirit. So you can actually wax strong. You can go through that progression where you are waxing strong in the spirit. And then when you go through that progression, you come to the experience in Matthew 4, verse 1. In Matthew 4, verse 1, it says, Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost. So he entered that dimension where he, he began to be the fullest of who he was in, in the Godhead was, 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 ex, was experienced. He, ex, he experienced it and he was able to express it. So two things, experiencing the fullness of who we are in God when the spirit of God takes us over in all fullness and being able to express Press it as well. I am praying for someone today. Whatever is holding you back, it will break off because of the anointing. Let me hear your loudest. Amen. I say it will break off. It will break off. It will break off because of the anointing in the name of Jesus. The Bible Amen. says in John chapter 3, verse 34, John was describing Jesus. He said, Look, even God Himself bears witness of Jesus that he's from above and that which is from above is above all for this for God given him not the spirit with measure he was given the spirit without measure the Holy Spirit had Jesus had the Holy Spirit without measure he had the oil of gladness unhindered hallelujah amen and I want you to understand that when we talk about Jesus being anointed, how does it concern us? Oh, yes, it does. And we that are in Christ, we are part of his body. Amen. And the Bible tells us that the anointing flows from the head and it flows downstream. Amen. In Psalms 133 verse 1, he said, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to come together in the unity of faith. He says, like the precious anointing that flows from the head, even from the head of Aaron through his beds down to his cassock, to the skirts of his garment. He said, for as the dews on Mount of a Mount Hammon, he said, there the Lord commands the blessing. 
So today, what we're doing is that we're coming under the influence of the Holy Spirit and we're aligning ourselves in righteousness with Jesus in the body of Christ and the anointing from Jesus, the overflowing anointing, the fullness of the Spirit of God, the oil of gladness, begin to flow on us and flow into us and the expression of it outflows into the month of July. So the two objectives of our operation tonight is number one, we want to identify and destroy every system set up, you know, every spiritual system set up by the enemy to attack and disrupt joy and peace in the month of July. I'll tell you something, when the enemy succeeds to disrupt a man's joy and disrupt their peace, it can bring huge loss in their lives. So whatever system, amen, with this anointing, this oil of gladness anointing that is coming upon us, we're going to be carrying out spiritual surveillance in the place of prayer. And, and, and we're going to be destroying and dismantling every system that has been set up by the enemy to attack and disrupt the joy and the peace of the Lord in our lives. And also we're going to build, we're not only going to destroy. In Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 10, Jeremiah 1, verse 10, God said, See, I have this day set thee over the nations, over the kingdoms. God has set you and I in authority over every system of our lives, everything that concerns our life, every culture, every society, spiritual, physical, mental, social, uh, corporate, God has set us in a place of authority. He says to pull down, to, to uproot, to, to pull down, to destroy whatever needs to be pulled down. And he also said to plant and to build. So we're going to plant and build spiritual systems for the oppression of the unction of the Holy Spirit over our lives in the month of July. Ah, I prophesy to someone, this month shall be the month of not by power, not by might, but by the Spirit of the Lord. If you receive that, say it loud, amen. Amen. Now we're going to pray. Hallelujah. And in our prayers, we're going to carry out four essential functions, and I'm going to break them down real quick. Because in all our spiritual disciplines, one of the things we must aim to achieve is to create an atmosphere for the anointing, to create an atmosphere for the presence of divine joy. And the Bible tells us in Ephesians, let's read Ephesians chapter 3, Ephesians 3 from verse 14 to 15. Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, said, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named, okay, that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory. So we need to create that anointed presence anointed atmosphere where the riches of God's glory is being dispensed in our day-to-day -day living in the month of July. He said to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. So it comes from inside out. This atmosphere is generated, cultured from the within us in our spirit and manifested and expressed 
to influence everything on the outside. So to do this, number one, we will proclaim. Hallelujah. The anointing helps us to proclaim. The Bible says in, in Psalms, in, in Acts chapter, chapter 10, Acts chapter 10, verse 38, it says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, to proclaim liberty. Isaiah chapter 61. Turn with me to Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61, just laying some framework before we begin our declaration. Isaiah 61, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me for proclamation. Look at that. He said, he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. So that talks about when in this month of July, God is going to empower us to speak. Amen. To speak, to preach, to declare. He said, he has sent me to bind the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty, to proclaim liberty, liberation to the captives and to open the prison doors to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Also, the anointing beautifies. The anointing, the oil of gladness also liberates. The Bible says in Isaiah 10, verse 27, it says the yoke shall be destroyed, broken off your shoulders because of this oil, this anointing, and also to empower. The anointing empowers. In Isaiah 11, it says in verse 1, out of the stem of Jesse shall comfort a rod, out of his womb shall comfort a branch, and the spirit of God will rest upon it. And the functionary of the spirit will be wisdom. He said the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of might, the spirit of counsel, of the fear of the Lord, and of quick understanding. That is capacity. You will be empowered in the name of Jesus Christ. Now we're going to pray. First, we want to carry out the first operation, which is command the highlands to be silent. Amen. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 1. He said, keep silent, O highlands, and let the people renew their strength. Let them come before me in judgment. I want you to read that. He said, keep silent, O highland. I want us to pray. We're going to pray the first prayer, the first set of prayer. And I want you to declare it loud and clear. Wherever you are, whatever is distracting, put it aside. And you're going to speak this word now. Say, I speak over the month of July. Keep silent, O highlands, that troubles me in the name of Jesus Christ. Can you repeat that again? I speak over the month of July and I declare, keep silent, O highlands, that troubles me in the name of Jesus. Say it one more time. I speak over the month of July. Every islands, when we're talking about highlands, we're talking about voices in the head, voices in the mind, voices that rationalize and reason, people out of faith, people out of the word of God, voices that makes you afraid, voices that amplifies anxiety, command those highlands according to the word of the Lord, 
in Isaiah 41, verse 1, it said, keep silent, O islands, that the people might renew their strength. I regain strength. I regain spiritual stamina. Every island speaking or was speaking in June, speaking in May, speaking in, in the month past month, you will not have authority to speak in this month of July. I command you to be silent in the name of Jesus. I want you to call forth every tongue speaking with satanic anointing. I condemn in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 54, he says in verse 17, and no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against us in judgment, we condemn. Condemn the tongue that is speaking, that wants to speak over your children, over your kids, in the boss, in the least, and to prebisha. I silence those tongues. I silence those tongues. Tongue speaking with satanic anointing. Yet the word of the Lord, you are judged in the name of Jesus. You are judged in the name of Jesus. Speaking contrary to the word of God in my health. Speaking contrary to the word of God in my finances. The Bible says, whose report shall we believe? I want you to declare right now. I command the anointing by which those tongues are speaking against me. Speaking my downfall. Speaking my heel. Dry up. Command it to dry up. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now you're going to pray. I release the anointing of ease. Come on, release the anointing of ease and speed over your life in the month of July. Ease, speed, call it ease, speed, call it ease, speed, I call it speed, ease, I call it ease and speed over the month of July. Ease and speed. You want to get a new home. Ease and speed. You're trusting God for a breakthrough in your job. Ease and speed. You're trusting God for breakthrough in, in the interview or any transaction, begin to declare it now. I release the oil of gladness, oil of gladness, oil of gladness, anointing of the Holy Ghost. Begin to reinforce, reinvigorate my life with ease, with speed, with ease, with speed, with ease, with speed. Every family project, every project, financial, spiritual, in the ministry, you're trusting God for ease and speed in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I want to show you guys something. Um, some of us might not understand what we're dealing with here. We're dealing with the voices of Rabshiki. Rabshiki is a figurative, metaphoric, prophetic uh, a signature of a voice 
that wants to make sure your, your ground in God is being shifted. Your faith in God is being shifted. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 36, Isaiah 36, Turn with me quickly, people of God. Let's just take a quick break in the word here. Isaiah 36, you know, the children of Israel under King Hezekiah were faced by a powerful enemy, the king of Assyria. And this king of Assyria sent an emissary called Rabshaki. And when Rabshaki came, he was supposed to meet with the delegates of the king of Israel and tell the king, the delegates of the king of Israel, the message, uh, the message of threats, the message of fear, of terror. And, and to tell the people, look, just surrender yourself, give up your guards, lay down your armor, don't fight, don't resist, just surrender and go into slavery. And the Bible said something here in verse 11. I want to show you something. Then said Eliakim and Shebna and Joah to Rabsheki, speak, we pray thee unto us in Syrian language. Codify the message, classify the message, but we understand the Syrian language. Don't talk to us in the Jewish language so that all the people we hear and their hearts will faint. Give us the message. We can handle the message directed to us. We are the authorities. But look at what this rapture key did. He said, no, as my master sent me to your master to speak to you these words, no. He has sent me to the man that sits on the wall. He has sent me to all your prayer warriors. He has sent me to all your doorkeepers, your watchers on the wall. He said that they may eat their own dung and drink of their own peace. Can you imagine? Then Rabshaki stood and cried out with a loud voice in Jewish language and began to say, hear ye the words of a great king, king of Assyria. And thus say the king, let not Ezekiah deceive you for he shall not be able to deliver you. Neither let Ezekiah make you trust in the Lord, saying, the Lord will surely deliver us, and the city shall not be delivered into the hands of the king. Look at what he said in verse 18. Beware, lest Ezekiah persuade you. You see, the, the voice of Rabshaki challenges spiritual authorities in your life. The voice of Rabshaki challenges your faith in the word of God. He says, don't believe that the Lord will deliver you. Has not as any of the gods of the nations delivered other land out of the hand of king of Assyria, why would the Lord deliver you out of his hands? We're going to pray some prayer. And this is witchcraft. This is what, this is how the witchcraft operates. Witchcraft operates with the spirit, by the spirit of manipulation. Uh, you, when, when you read um, Galatians 5, it was talking about, he said the fruits of the spirit is this, and the, he said, the works of the flesh are manifest and he mentioned witchcraft. He was trying to manipulate the mind of the people. He was trying to make pronouncements and declaration to influence them. I want you to pray right now. First of all, you're going to say, I bind. I can't hear you. Let me hear you say it with authority. Say, I bind.
bind. We have said whatever we bind shall be bound in heaven. Declare it again. Say, I bind. I bind. The voice of Rashakia speaking against my family. I bind every voice of Rashaki speaking in Jesus' name. We'll pray. Amen. Amen. Just bear with us. Tonight is a very powerful one. We're going to finish this to the line. Amen. Amen. Now, there is what we call uh, the garment. The Lord began to open my eyes. He said, let people pray that I change their identity in the month of July so that those who are wearing the garment that is marking them for attack, garments that is making them a victim, the Lord will change it and put upon you the garment that will carry the oil of gladness. One of the hallmark of right standing with God is the presence of divine joy. You know, that holy countenance, it's very important. It's, it's a hallmark of right standing with God. And if there's anything Satan will do, Satan will do everything to fight your right standing with God, to fight your right standing with God. When we come into Christ, we, we come to God on the basis of his righteousness. None of us can ever be righteous and holy to have the pedestal to even stand before God. So the foundation, the pedestal that holds us before God is the righteousness in Christ Jesus. However, our lives has been called to a place of right standing with God, where we are in alignment with God. And there's a difference. You see, for the person who has not known Jesus, if you're on this call and you have not known the Lord, you can embrace him. And I can pray with you, amen, at the end of this call. For those who are still in their sins, who are in the world, under the power and the influence of Satan, okay, they, they, their place of contact with God is the cross, is the cross. Every one of us went through the cross. Paul said, by the cross, I am crucified to the world. The world is crucified to me. That is the gate, okay? The Bible says Jesus suffered without the gate. So every sinner comes to the cross, and what they obtain at the cross is forgiveness, forgiveness of sin, redemption from sin. But for the saint, for the child of God, the Bible tells us in Hebrews 4 that we come boldly to the throne of grace. That is where we come because we do not have a high priest that cannot bear with our, sympathize with our infirmities, our failures. The Bible calls sin in the life of a believer failure. It calls it infirmities, shortcomings. That means you are falling short of the image of Christ. Amen. And he said, what we obtain is grace, mercy and grace to help that infirmity. You are going to pray. And David understood this better. Even though he was an Old Testament saint, look at how he prayed the prayer in Psalms chapter 51. You're going to pray some prayers tonight and you will see some shift in your spiritual atmosphere. Psalms chapter 51, Psalm 51, David prayed the prayer, amen. He says in Psalm 51, Hallelujah. Psalm chapter 51, verse 10 to 12. Psalms 51, verse 10 to 12. Create in me a clean heart 
because he, he, he knows that this is a secret to having the oil of gladness in your life. He says, renew in me a right spirit within me. Okay, he says, cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Take not your anointing from me. Restore unto me the joy, the all joy of, of salvation and uphold me with our free spirit. With our free spirit. The Bible says in Matthew 5, 6, he said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. What did he say? He said, they shall be filled. Filled with what? Filled with his presence, filled with divine joy, amen. To love righteousness passionately, amen, is to hate sin passionately. We're talking about spirit-led righteousness, not religion, not legalistic routines. Spirit-led righteousness, spirit-led, spirit-driven hatred for sin, spirit-driven aversion for anything that is not of God. Not partial love for God and partial likeness and tolerance for some things. No, he says this is the cure for emptiness. We're going to pray some prayers. I want you to decree and declare. Say in the month of July. <clears throat> I want you to pray this powerfully. Say in the month of July. I wear the garment of righteousness. My identity has to change. I cover myself with a mantle of fire. Because you see, when the devil continues to spot filthy garments in the life of people, it begins to attract them. In the realm of the spirit, Joshua was seen, even though he was a priest wearing a clean castle, but in the realm of the spirit, they were seen filthy garment. And that filthy garment attracted the devil to resist him. You're going to pray in this month of the oil of gladness, I wear, I want you to declare, say, I wear the garment of righteousness. I cover myself with the mantle of fire in the name of Jesus Christ. Let the fire of God consume every filthy garment representing me, garment of shame representing me and my household in the realm of the spirit. I want you to pray it now. By the anointing of the Holy Spirit, I attract divine destiny helpers. I attract holy influences around me. As I change my garment in the realm of the spirit, this is a prophetic prayer. I want you to pray that I change my garment in the realm of the spirit. By the anointing of the Holy Spirit, I repel every law of evil attraction. Romans 8, 2. It says the law of spirit and life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. Every law of sin and death attracting sin into my life, attracting death, spiritual weakness, spiritual death, spiritual lukewarmness into my life. Every law of evil attraction 
distraction, bringing temptations to pull me down. I command right now, in the name of Jesus, I break it, I cancel it, I break it, I cancel it, I wear the garment of fire, wear the garment of fire in this month, this month, I carry a new identity of honor, of grace, of beauty, in the name of Jesus, I cancel whatever wants to bring me into sudden tears and disappointment, I cancel it today, cancel it my sister, cancel it my brother, cancel it my sister, cancel it my brother, cancel it my sister, cancel it my brother, cancel it, every agenda to make you cry suddenly, to make you sink into sudden tears, sudden pain, sudden disappointment, we cancel it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now we're going to liberate. That's the third functions of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. To liberate, to set free. Some of us need to be free. We need to release some things in our lives. And we're going to pray. The Bible, you know, the, when I was praying, the Lord said, command that the power of God will liberate men from losses this month. What kind of losses are we talking about? We're talking about circumstantial losses. Losses that come about when you are dealing with storms. In Mark chapter 4, verse 37 to 39, the Bible said the disciples were in the boat. And at that point, they lost their peace. They were in disarray. Amen. In Jonah, the same thing, a great storm hit the boat. In Acts 27, Paul too, storm hit the boat. In all of these scenarios, okay, anytime storm hits the boat, the natural human response to storm is to fight it with everything you have. The Bible says they threw their goods, they threw their possessions, they were just throwing it inside the storm. Maybe if the boat is lighter, you know, it will help, but that is what storm does to people. Storms will take from you. Storm will not cease. It will take your joy, take your, your peace of mind, and then if you can touch your health, your, your mental health, your emotional health, your self-esteem, storm will come at everything. The only thing that stops a storm is Jesus, the Prince of Peace. The Bible says he spoke to the storm and decreed and said, peace be still. And there was a great calm. I want you to pray. Say, I decree and I declare. Those are two things. You pass decreeing the spirit and you declare the word. Say, I decree and I declare that this month will be my month of Mount Zion. Let me explain what that means. The Bible says in Obadiah, Obadiah 3 verse 17, it says, it says, upon Mount Zion, they shall be deliverance. There will be liberation. Okay, and the people, the house of Jacob will possess their possession. He said there will be holiness and the house of Jacob will possess their possession. 
You know, you can be on a plane, a spiritual plane called Mount Zion. I want us to pray and say, Lord, this month of July, elevate me onto a realm. Let it be Mount Zion, where I possess my possessions, where there is holiness, where there is freedom, where there is liberation from loss. In the name of Jesus, I want you to declare, say, upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. There will be liberation. And I will possess my possessions. I release angels on God this month. Arrest every thief of the night visiting my dreams. Hey, pray that prayer with power. There is somebody, this prayer point is for you. Say, every thief of the night that comes to steal from me in my dreams. Yet the word of the Lord, you are not coming with me into the month of July. Die in the name of Jesus. Die by fire 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 in the name of Jesus. Every thief of the night that aborts my miracles, that steals good from me, that steals testimonies, that steals virtue from me, that steals divine visitation before they manifest. What are you waiting for? Speak to them right now, people of God. Exercise the spiritual authority over your children, over your spouse, over your job. Command the thief of the night, be arrested by fire. Be arrested, be arrested by fire. Be arrested, be arrested by fire. Come on, can you arrest them? Arrest them by fire. In the name of Jesus Christ, let the anointing break every pattern of losses in my life. Command every pattern of losses to be broken. In the name of Jesus, every power vowing to spoil you, command them to be spoiled. Command them to be spoiled. Command them to be spoiled. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, lastly, we're going to pray. The last functionary of the Holy Spirit, the oil of gladness, is it empowers. It empowers. You're going to pray. You're going to declare, say, I receive divine empowerment. This is the last prayer before we will make those declarations. I receive divine empowerment to overturn horses and chariots running against me in the name of Jesus. Every horse, just the way Elijah was empowered and he had run the horse of Ahab. Pray for that empowerment this month. In the name of Jesus, this month, I am 10 times at Thank you for listening to this message. We love to stay in touch and to see you at one of our events. You can find out more about us on our website at prayer-huddle.com. Email us at feedback at prayer-huddle.com or on our Instagram at prayer underscore huddle.